boy, oh boy, lots to do today once again. Day seven of the UAW strike. And still no serious progress because Sean Fain, and I'm using serious progress in air quotes because that's the the line that the UAW and the Big Three need to get to in order to avoid more targeted strikes. Sean Fain, the president of the UAW, is set to host a Facebook Live event tomorrow at 10 a.m. where if they don't get to that serious progress line, then they will add additional targeted strike locations to their existing assembly plant in Missouri, the Wayne plant, uh, that uh, that th- the Ford Motor Company Wayne plant, and then the Jeep plant out in Toledo. So we are in, as we are in day seven. Remember, there's a lot on the table. There's a lot of asks by the UAW for the Big Three, and many of them have come forward with what they are saying are historic offers incredibly substantial offers and the UAW still hasn't bit on that bait. So you've got day seven, hundreds of workers have already been laid off by the big three because they say their operations are so interconnected that it, that you can't justify people in some plants working when other plants are, are down. So we'll continue to watch that. And we'll give you an update uh, as 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 we go on, because this remains the biggest story in our area. Also today, on the heels of his address to the U.N., Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky in Washington, D.C., to make the case to lawmakers for continued assistance in their efforts to fight Russia. Now, Zelensky met behind closed doors with members of the House and the Senate today, went to the Pentagon And we'll sit down with President Joe Biden at the White House. Now, Zelensky did want to address a joint session of Congress. But House Speaker Kevin McCarthy says that there was just no time for that this week. Now, the interesting thing here, Brian, is that the last time Zelensky was here, the Democrats had control of of both chambers, and obviously Joe Biden was the president. So the interesting thing is that now the Republicans have control of the House. And there are many Republicans, not a majority, but many Republicans who are looking at the the aid that we are sending to Ukraine, the millions and billions of dollars, as too much, and we need to rein it back in. So Zelensky's in town to, to plead with lawmakers that more needs to be done and they they need to continue to 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 at least to a certain extent fund ukrainians efforts in their in their fight against russia yeah i and you can't it's hard to argue with him because he's making the point where okay today it's ukraine if you if you do not continue to back us financially so that we can get the the equipment that we need or the training that we need or the the munitions that we need then what what happens when uh, Vladimir Putin wants to go to Poland or Vladimir Putin wants to go to any of those uh, uh, countries in the region 
Well, then it's you're in World War Three because those are all NATO countries. Well, we and we did do this once before in the 1930s. There was right. a guy who wanted other countries and took them, and we just went okay, okay, yeah. So it might be smart to invest the money now and go. You know what? Let's just draw the line here and instead I, of this. I, I know that Ukraine has a fraught history. I understand that there has been corruption in Ukraine for many years. I understand that Ukraine isn't even technically a full-blown democracy. But I think you need to be very careful when you've got a bully on the block with with what they claim to be big-time weapons and they're just you, you can't allow them to just steamroll over people. So I think that, to me, has always been my position. Absolutely. And maybe we do need to look at the money that we give, or maybe we need to specify even greater what the money should be used for. Yeah. You but, can't just shovel money at a problem. But, but I do, and I do think that other countries need to bear some of that, that burden, too, even true. more so. Especially the ones around there that are going to be way more affected than we Correct. are. Absolutely. I have no problem with that either. Correct. But at the same time. I don't think you could just cut it off. You don't. Yeah. You don't just walk away from something like this because we've seen if you don't. What is it? If, if you don't learn from history, you're doomed to repeat it. Absolutely. I, let's really let's not repeat that part of it because that was a really bad part of history. In the WTF story of the day. You ready for this? <laughs> okay. And, and then this this is not even in Florida. Miraculously. This is in Indianapolis. What? An Indianapolis woman is accused of stabbing a baby inside a hotel while attempting to stab her dog for eating a chicken sandwich. (laughs) I'm not kidding. Police say they found a one-year-old girl stabbed in the neck. Short time later, police found the suspect hiding in a bush near the hotel. Here's how it went down. 32-year-old Sharon Key, the little girl's aunt, and the family... Went to Burger King. They got some food, went back to the hotel. The dog ate Sharon Key's chicken sandwich. So Sharon Key does what any rational person would do. Of course. Grab your knife and chase the dog around the hotel room. Who wouldn't do this? Then the dog jumped on the bed where the baby was lying down. And when she went to stab the dog, she missed and stabbed the baby in the neck. As one does. As one would. (laughs) can't tell you how many times the cat has got on my lap and wanted some of my food, and I grab the knife and I go chasing the cat. <laughs> you know, it's almost like everybody in this country hears, <laughs> that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, and everybody else says, hold on, hold my beer. Yeah. You know. Let me get, let, let, let me, let me <laughs> submit Sharon Key into testimony. <laughs> uh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> I, I just, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. How does, how? Why? I just, I don't even know. I, I would like Your to dog, know. Go ahead. I want to know what kind of knife it was. Butter does, knife? I, does it matter? Well, I mean, a little girl was stabbed in the neck. Well, I'm just curious. I didn't, I didn't get the, the. The, the the particular type of knife. And huh. a dog eating your chicken sandwich, that's kind of his job. The dog's like, I'm hungry. If you leave food around, yeah. that's what a dog does. Know, it's man. its job. I don't know. I, I just I, I couldn't believe it. Uh, all right, auto show, no transition there. Continues on down at, down at Huntington Place. Uh, Lloyd Jackson joins us uh, with, um, y- y- you talk about uh, other important companies that, that go into building these cars. Uh, WJR Senior News Analyst Lloyd Jackson highlights another here on JR Afternoon. Good afternoon to you, Lloyd. 
Good afternoon, Chris. During Technology Days at the 2023 North American International Auto Show, I took a stroll over to the Aishin Corporation booth. Aishin is a $32 billion company and is consistently a top 10 global tier one supplier of automotive components and systems. Brad Owens, Senior Vice President of North America Sales, talked to me about what Aishin showcased at this year's auto show. So our showcase is electrification. So our company is a traditionally a, a engine transmission company, component supplier. So as we transition into the EV stage and the EV uh, future, we have a lot of products that we're showcasing to improve um, efficiencies, uh, zero emissions as we go towards um, meeting those goals in the future. You guys are making some tremendous strides in, um, in EV innovation and communication. What are some of those strides? Yeah, so we're focusing on the drive part of the EV system, so the e-axles. Um, we're also working on a complete system. Um, so we, if you look at the heat management or the aerodynamics, as well as power management. So we're looking at it as a more of a systems approach. So um, whatever you're looking for, you know, we can provide as a whole system. One of those systems is Aishin's Road Maintenance Solutions technology designed to detect road abnormalities such as potholes from data and images collected by in-vehicle cameras while driving and formulate road repair plans to assist municipalities in road management. Owens also talked to me about Aishin's Proving Grounds test track near Fowlerville. We have various different types of tracks that we have available for um, anyone that wants to come out and do any type of testing or validation. So we have off-road track, high-speed track, we have skid pads, even an ADAS simulation. I, I would think that maybe that police or, or maybe even new drivers may come out and use that uh, proving ground sometime. We do offer that. So for new students that are, are learning to drive, so they we show how the, the skid pad works. So it simulates if it's ice or if it's snow or if it's rain. So it really helps to um, improve their efficiency when driving. As well as state police, we offer any type of support that they may need for training and, and ongoing um, those type of activities. Owen says many of Aishin's innovations represent a big leap toward achieving the shared vision of the industry of sustainable transportation. Obviously, one of our goals is zero emissions, so we're working very hard to, to meet those goals. So we're looking at various areas for that to achieve, uh, whether it's in aerodynamics to improve range, uh, also energy management, power management. So um, that's our goal is to, to uh, forward that uh, zero emissions um, and carbon neutrality uh, mission. Is it moving too fast? Will you guys be able to keep up with how the government wants everybody to have those zero emissions at a certain time? Yeah, and I think that's a really good question. So I think that's uh, the, the sentiment of a lot of companies is understanding when exactly is that going to happen. So, um, But we are, we're working very closely with our customers, so trying to meet their milestones and the volumes that they're going to require. So we're walking in lockstep with them to be able to achieve those goals. For more information on Aishin Corporation's EV systems, power management solutions, energy management innovations, and state-of-the-art aerodynamic systems, you can visit their website. It's AishinWorld.com, A-I-S-I-N World.com. Chris? Good stuff. Lloyd Jackson, thank you very much. Appreciate you. Thank you, Chris. All right. Uh, we got to take a break. There has been an effort underway by, by law enforcement, by federal agencies in in this city to cut down on violent crime a pretty good job over the last couple of holiday weekends we'll talk about that next here on jr afternoon